Welcome back to a convo for another day. I am super excited because we are leaving to Italy tomorrow. And it still seems unreal. This is a trip that I've been planning since I could start dreaming. (laughs) And I'm so happy that it's with my husband. I'm just so excited. And so I'm mentioning that. Not really to start talking about that, but also just to mention what I'm drinking. So I am sipping on some Pinot Grigio. It's not Italian. It's from California. But I'm excited to see how the wine tastes over there because let me tell you, drinking this wine has been so tough on me for some reason. Like I have been so nauseous every time I drink wine and it's kind of sad because I used to enjoy wine but also it didn't really help me feel good the next day and it would bloat me and I don't miss the fact that I liked wine I'm very happy that we gave our bodies a long time to detox from alcohol Um, but it just sucks then when the opportunity comes back around where you are presented with alcohol and literally it feels like poison going down your throat and into your stomach I, it just, you makes you realize it's not supposed to be in our bodies. (laughs) But, not gonna lie, sometimes while I'm cooking, I miss a good wine. Sometimes I like to pour the wine, pour it in the pan (laughs) as I'm drinking and I'm cooking with it. And some dishes do call for wine. So we're definitely gonna have some in Italy. I mean, we have to, but... I don't know. I'm not I'm not saying it's as enjoyable as it used to be. <laughs> Why are we talking about wine? Okay. So this episode is going to be about finding a balance between your feminine and your masculine energy. And I don't know if people have heard this before. If you're listening, let me know if you've heard this before before this episode, but feminine and masculine energies. It's a really good way to understand how we function as human beings these two terms really do represent the way that we are and and move as individuals but then also how we embody each other and how we come together to create anything Um, and I just find that so beautiful Because life is not one or the other. It's not black and white. And there's gray areas. And there's an in-between for a lot of stuff. And we're all so diverse. No matter if you're a female or a male, you're, you're diverse. And it's like, why? Why are we, why do we fluctuate in our emotions? Why isn't it generic anymore where you're a male and you think that you're supposed to be this way or you're a female, you're, you know, you're known to just be this way, but it, but it changes. We're not always representing or acting or moving the way that like what is expected of our gender. It's not always that simple, right? Because sometimes I feel like I am more masculine and in one in in one way or the other does it mean that i feel like a male no it just means that i am activating a certain trait that 
is not common amongst females. But it doesn't mean that I am no way, shape, or form a male. And so I don't know if that makes sense to you, but if it does, great, let's dive deeper. So feminine and masculine energies, like I said, represent the way we function as human beings. Now, gender doesn't really have a lot to do with it. It does if we're talking about the core of each energy. So masculine the core is the core of a male and feminine energies is the core of a female. But it's still attached or sorry, it's not attached from the gen, uh, 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 from the gender. Like it's 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 not attached to the gender because as human beings, females and males, the only two types of human races in this in this in this world um, that we know of, <laughs> and also oh my god, I don't even want to get into the other topic. Don't even get me started with the non-binary anyways we're not going to talk about that but um female and male that's who we are you wonder why there's an attraction there why is it that we come together and why is it that we need each other like what's that about and i think that it's because we embody each other we embody one another and we influence one another therefore we're learning from one another And that's what happens when we live with each other. I mean, we're always around each other, females and males. So there ends up being a exchange of energies all the time. We have lived together for so long that we embody one another. But it doesn't mean that our genders change. And I think that's so important to know. That's where feminine and masculine energies start detaching from a gender. Now we're just talking about the energies and how we can actually activate one or the other at once, completely isolated or both together as a flow. Let's talk a little bit more about religion first before I go deeper because there's two religions that talk about it the most and it's Taoism which is the yin and the yang, represents the balance of life, darkness and light, female and mascu- feminine and masculine energy, sorry. And then there's Buddhism, talks about uh, chakras. And chakras are energy points in your body. And the three upper ones are feminine energy and the three lower ones are masculine energy. And the middle one is the heart. Well, it's not the middle, but it, it one, the one that has both is the heart. It's where the unity of both feminine and masculine energy reside. And which I think is beautiful and a beautiful representation of why we need both. An, a, an individual who has achieved a balance of both in their life is more more likely to experience love than a person who is only one or the other is at extremes, has them completely isolated, um, and doesn't acknowledge the other energy. 
And I think that that is something that if a lot of people understand, they can create more of a balance, which usually leads to more fulfillment in their life. I, it's crazy because we do start off as extremes. Like when we're younger, we don't understand that it's both, that we, that we can embody and, and, and be both, use both energies, that we're only at extremes, which is totally fine because we end up growing out of that. And that's where we become older and wiser and humble and more realize that life isn't just one or the other. Life isn't black and white. And that's all. That's what it means. Um, but when we're younger, we're at extremes. Some people grow out of that and some people don't. Um, and you notice when someone is embodying both because they're just a little bit more comfortable in their skin. Whenever you, whenever you understand how to use both energies, it just helps you be a more dynamic person. And you just come with more, not baggage, <laughs> but you just can offer more because you are fluid in the way you express yourself, the way you treat people, you understand it's not, you know, all the same. You're acknowledging that someone is different and probably experiencing a certain energy at that moment that's different than yours. I mean, it's just so important to embody both. But let me go, let me go over the traits of each. So feminine energy represents more creativity intuition, compassion, affection, patience, empathy, humility, the doing everything for good, like just wanting the good and nurture feminine masculine or sorry, feminine energy nurtures while the masculine energy is more about turning those ideas and those dreams into physical reality, assertiveness, uh, wanting this, the sense of accomplishment. And that's where they kind of measure their happiness and success or fulfillment, really, not even all that, just fulfillment, uh, discipline, competition, uh, you know, feminine energy represents inspiration and guidance while the masculine energy supports that with action and just getting things done um and it's very easy to think of male and female in this and it's very easy to think of male and female in this but i want you to just use that for, for like the end point but just think of these energies as like without the gender for a second we by thinking of those list of traits we fluctuate no matter who you are you probably fluctuate between a lot of those traits back and forth and you exchange them and you use one or the other like you've probably used and have experienced these different types of traits you probably have a mixture of all these traits at different points in your life and that's why I say that it doesn't really necessarily attach to a gender because you can be a female 
and be assertive. You can be a female and be action-oriented. But you can be a male. You can be a male. And you can be idea-driven. You can be compassionate. You can be empathetic. You can be sensitive. You can be affectionate. Like, I mean, yeah. It's good to understand this because now you realize that both are okay but that they need each other and that's why as an individual it's good to master having both within you and learning when to use one or the other learning when to put one at the forefront and one in the back burner and then switching that whenever needed that creates a dynamic person a dynamic life a more balanced life And it kind of just creates this sense of comfort in your own body and confidence because you're open to activating and dipping into either or depending on what life is demanding from you at the moment. When you're a person that's just one extreme, you might be missing out on an opportunity or you might fall short in, in, in achieving something because you didn't, you didn't realize that you can use the other energy. Like the energy could be a part of you too. And you just haven't dipped into that side of yourself. It's just amazing the things that can happen when you realize that we're made up of both. We're more understanding of the other gender, realizing that just because they're male or female, it doesn't take away any more of their human. So like, for example, my, my husband, I could just be like, oh, he's a man, like toughen up, like you got it, like you're fine. Like I can say that. I could always treat my husband by saying, you got it, like you're fine. You can do it. You're supposed to do this. You're supposed to work. You're supposed to make money. Like get over it. I could, I could approach my husband in that manner. But that's me thinking that he only has masculine energy in him. But there's feminine energy in him too. There's that energy that maybe, you know, he's tired. That maybe he wants to just see and view something else like that will distract him. Whether it's just something that he doesn't have to maybe think so hard about or work so hard for. Like that's kind of normal. (laughs) Right. We all have moments like that. And when we allow space for different types of feelings that a person can have, it helps them navigate their problems a little bit better. So if you're a female that's always empathetic, right, like you're always super uh, sensitive to emotions and you're always reacting emotionally because that's who we are like we 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 do a lot through emotion which is needed in this world it's why we love so hard it's why we create literally create love we create human life because we need to have that i mean we have to have that emotional side to us because we need it to do all the things that we do and be able to take care of another human life so As females, we have more feminine energy because of that. And 
it's easy for us to be driven only by emotion. But if we're always being driven by emotion, we're going to end up being um, or not be able to even kind of activate the part of our brain that needs to use logic for different situations. And same thing with a male. If they're always thinking logically, there's a lot of stuff in life that isn't about logic at all. And it's all about feeling and emotion and your heart. So a man needs to know where and when to use that energy because it's necessary for a human being. And I think that's where this is all leading to is that feminine, both feminine and masculine energy is needed to be the best human possible, (laughs) to be honest. And when you have people that are either extreme, they either are not fulfilled, they may have more mental health issues than the normal person, or you find that they just have a lot of issues with their identity, even their gender, their gender identity, which we can go into another episode about that. But because but I'm confused about that too, so I don't even want to talk about non-binary or none of that because <laughs> this is separated from that. Um, even though it could be talked about in the same topic, but no, we're not gonna do that here. We're just not. I'm not gonna do that to myself yet. Mm-mm, not ready for that. <laughs> but um. Whenever you are a person that can channel both, you just are more in control of your life. You are a person who is aware of others' feelings and the other human experience that someone else may be having. You're, you're aware of that and, and, and you acknowledge it more than a person who is at one extreme. So for sure, as an individual, you will see so many benefits if you become confident when channeling both energies. But it also benefits you in your relationship, in a relationship. Because, I mean, out of what I just said, I think that understanding my husband isn't always going to be up for talking about emotions and you know all being sensitive is good because he needs to keep his masculine energy alive and I respect that just like he'll respect my feminine energy being used in in ways that is needed for this family for this household for this relationship just like I'll acknowledge and uplift whenever he's in his masculine Um, whether that's with providing for us, whether that's being able to help me think logically when I'm super emotional and I'm allowing for him, like I'm not attacking him. I don't see it as him telling me what to do. I literally see him, I see it as contributing to us as a relationship. And that's where if you're a balanced person, you, your ego drops and it's like a flow we need males and females have been living with each other for so long that we 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 need each other we need each other and this is where i'm going to go dive into since we have 10 minutes left i'm going to dive into the toxic and masculinity and toxic femininity toxic masculinity is where the person is an an extreme of masculine energy and that is like i mean i'm sure that you can think of a lot of people 
like this. Usually it's the guys that they, they view women in a certain way. They view women as like an item. They use how many women they have or how much money they have or how much whatever to to like kind of determine who they are in society. They feel like um, everything is about them. It's all, it's everything they do is for ego boosting. And they're always kind of like angry. But that's what they show on the outside because inside they're just cowards. <laughs> it's, a, it's a facade. But think of someone like Andrew Tate. That's to- toxic masculine man. And there's a lot of people that are not as big as him that are exactly like that in our everyday lives. And I think that comes from maybe not, like you look at those men and you're like, yeah, they're not confident in their skin. They're not confident in who they are. Because I guarantee you that the only reason why they are always showing off about how women they bag, it's because, honestly, the only reason why they end up having so many women is because women don't respect you. <laughs> You can't keep one because they're going to get tired of you. A lot of see a lot of people see it as that man using those women, but those women are using him. No one really actually wants to make a whole husband out of a man like Andrew Tate. Like who? What woman? Unless that woman only cares about money. Other than that, like what women is actually looking for a husband and a man like that? And a toxic masculine man. Like who wants to live that way? That sounds like miserable so those men end up having so many women and all this in this flashy life and they end up having these all these opportunities to be with women but it's not because they can do it it's because they have no choice because no one's taking them seriously so they only have one night stands or flings and whatever nothing amounts to anything for them so that's really what's inside is they haven't been able to actually activate that sensitive side they haven't been able they're like afraid of be of being emotional they're afraid of that part so they they don't get into relationships because they're afraid of um channeling that emotional part of them because you have to be emotional as a man to become a husband you have to have an emotional side to become a father you have to have an emotional i mean all those things all those different types of relationships that you can create as a human being involve emotion and if you're afraid and it doesn't mean that these people don't have emotion or anger is an emotion but if you don't, if you're like uh, suppressing your emotions, nothing's going to like, you're not going to have any, anything worth living for in your life. Same thing with, well, not the same thing, but feminine masculinity is where you like find those feminists, feminists. A lot of people are not going to like me saying this, but feminism, I think is a form of toxic femininity. I don't think there needs to be any term that puts like, a group over the other. And as men, as much as people want to say that feminism just means that you're for women and you're not against men, but you're just for women. To me, yes, okay, you can get away with that. But if you really like dissect that, that doesn't make sense. Because if you're for women, you're not for men. I don't, I don't, I mean, I just don't, I don't believe that people are actually feeling that, but I just don't think that that narrative even leads to anything that promotes peace because if you say you're for something then you have to be against another thing if you weren't against the opposite of it then you would never say you were for it 
So like, I don't think there should be anyone saying that they're for men or for women. You're, you should just be for freaking human beings. There's only two types of humans on this earth and it's males and females. Why is there any group that's forming to just be for that gender? I mean, uh, to me, that's insane. There could be groups that are women-based, men-based. Like, that's fine. But when we're talking about activism, when we're talking about isolating another group, just because there's there's one gender that wants to just be identified with the gender through and through, through business, through branding, through, like, just talking about rights and stuff. Like, I don't know. I just feel like you can we can talk and we can have conversations about inequality and whatever else that people are talking about but we can do it together we don't need to form groups um and that's what feminists have done a lot of feminists are women that have had bad experiences i'm not saying that all of them choose to be feminists like a lot of them do resort to feminism or those groups because they have had bad experiences with men and that really does suck and it, it like it does um but for the most part if you call yourself a feminist because you think that you deserve some i mean the recognition is needed for both but if you think that because you go through this stuff physically like we go through a lot of stuff physically as women yes but we go through these things physically to create freaking human life. And even if you're a woman and you don't decide to have a kid, you are your body is still doing something every month to be able to create a kid. It's what keeps this world going. We are the only gender that creates life. And I feel like feminists probably say the same thing. But they say it in that same breath as they're also saying, <clears throat> I'm above you because of that. But men put in tons of physical labor that us women don't. A lot of their physical capabilities in its nature, in men's nature, a lot of their physical capabilities exceed ours when it comes to fitness or sports. But their bodies can't do what we do. And I think it should just be this general and mutual understanding that every, like each each gender plays their role that we both need. And as a woman, for that bo- for your body to do what it does, create life, you need sperm. <laughs> Where does sperm come from? A male. And for a man to achieve a lot of stuff in his life, Usually there's a woman behind him being his backbone, being his support, his right hand, his influence, his inspiration, like whatever. Like, And that's super common. And you see it all the time, whether it's the mother, the wife, the girlfriend, sister, whatever. You see that all the time. And so it makes you wonder, don't we need both? <laughs> we need each other. And so... um for there to be any toxic masculine or feminine people, it's a complete waste of time. <laughs> as, a, as a female, having my masculine energy for me, the way that it's benefited me, 
a masculine energy is like not being too jealous, like having the understanding of things that I probably wouldn't have if I let the emotions get the best of me. I also sometimes literally act like Danny's like, bro, here, like I, we jam out, we like just chill, we don't do anything. And sometimes my feminine energy will come out and be like, oh my God, I want to be like, I need to do something or like, oh my God, I don't, I don't want to look like this. I don't want to look like a, like a, like a bum here at home. Sometimes I do want to look like a bum and then we'll both do it together. And I mean, that doesn't really have to be feminine and masculine energy per se, but it is it is like it honestly it is it is that being able to ha- being a well-balanced or at least I try to be every day a well-balanced human being between fem- my feminine and my masculine energy it just has allowed for a really healthy relationship between my husband and I we'll sometimes reach our extremes of our each of our energies and then we sometimes come together again but there's a lot of opportunities for it to be way worse than it than it gets but because we both are in tune with I'm in tune with my masculine and Danny's in tune with his feminine we can bring some form of flow to the table rather it being constantly a fight there is a middle ground that we both come to I am not I never feel like I'm in competition with him if I was always embodying my masculine energy, then I would be in competition with my husband. But no, I also understand my my place, just like he understands his. And he's going to be competitive in different ways and I'm going to be competitive in others. Like we, we know what needs to be done by the both of us to make this thing work. And that's going to be different for every relationship but if there's two healthy human beings that are well balanced and and confident in both of their energies then only good can come out of that and I'm gonna wrap it up here I think that a lot of the work that I've done when it comes to my healing has helped me understand this and if you're a person that you feel like you're at, at an extreme and you can't come down from it, I highly suggest to do some more inner work or talk it out and just know that it is a process because there's a reason why you're at an extreme, but don't just take it as your identity. Like you could come to a balance. You could be more confident and you could embody the other energy and you can see like what happens if you channel your other the other energy the opposite energy what happens or you could probably discover something about yourself that was missing all along, all along that missing piece that you needed and if you haven't listened to my episode about healing that's the one I did before this one and it'll probably help you and kind of go alongside this one this is why I did this one after but yeah I'm gonna end it here um I would love, these are all topics that like I could go off about and maybe talk about with someone. I hope that one day we could probably do like a Q&A or like a live one day. Um, but that would be like awesome to talk about with it with someone who also is into this stuff. 
And if you are, let me know. Follow the All About Perspective podcast Instagram down below in the description. We sometimes do Q&As. We also love to receive DMs after episodes telling us about what you thought. And it just starts some conversations that we love having. Because at the end of the day, we're talking to you guys. We're not just talking to each other. We can do that all the time. We could do it off the mics or on. Like, we do this to put it out into the world and to share it. So we want to hear from you. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple, Spotify, and or Google. Rate the podcast. It would help us a lot. Give it a five star if you feel like it or a four or three or do whatever you want. But we appreciate feedback and also write a review that would help us a lot. If this podcast has inspired you or touched you or moved you in any way, influenced you in any way, write a review about it. And yeah. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I wish you great health. Stay blessed. Much love. Peace.